Hello and welcome to the only podcast that you can listen to in the world. <laughs> Theatre of the world. The only podcast left after all the podcasts got purged in the great podcast purge of 2020. Yep. Yeah, that's it. One podcast left standing like a wrestling match, but with podcasts. And we're it. We're Hulk Hogan of podcasts. We're number one. Was Hulk Hogan a wrestler? I don't know. It's not important. But my point is that this is Theatre of the World. It's a podcast. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And every episode of the Theatre of the World, yeah, that's right, I've thrown an extra the, the Theatre of the World. What we do is we take a word and we use that word as the basis for the whole show. So we use that word to springboard into telling stories or poems or shenanigans generally uh, until that word becomes the word that wins the word competition, which is a bit <laughs> like the podcast competition that I mentioned earlier, but with words. Are we clear? Gosh, I hope so. Couldn't possibly explain all that again. Anyway, today's word is crazy. <laughs> <sighs> so yep. hopefully some crazy shit's going to happen. It's all going to come down like it's, a crazy storm. It's going to be zany. It's going to be wacky. Yeah. Uh, Chris uh-huh. has got his, I can tell Chris has got his sound effects uh, all <laughs> wired up. We are transitioning yep. into the full morning zoo final four of the <laughs> Theatre of the World podcast. Yeah, it's yep. not. It, it's weird because he, he, there was no meeting about this. Yeah. This is just seems to be our new direction. I don't yep. like it. No, I don't like it either. I'll pr- I'll probably resign fairly shortly. If I have to be posting in from uh, a remote location with a full computer setup um, built around me, I might as well utilize that. <laughs> yeah, Chris Tompkins, more machine than man, lawnmower man. So anyway, we're going to start the way we always start because some things are traditional in this crazy world, and one of the things is that we don't go any further in theatre of the world until we hear from Mark with fact bombs. Fact bombs, fact bombs. Mark's got a fact bombs. Fact bombs. Crayfish are freshwater crustaceans resembling small lobsters. They are also known as crawfish, craydids, crawdaddies, crawdads, freshwater lobsters, mountain lobsters, Mudbugs, Gabbies, the Indigenous Australian name, Cora, the Maori name. Because they are aquatic animals that do not have both fins and scales, crayfish are not kosher. <laughs> the protovi- <laughs> What's funny about that is that, like, Orthodox Jews probably already know that, and it doesn't matter to anybody else. <laughs> What a fact. But everybody knows now. <laughs> the Protovin Brewery in the Czech Republic employs five crayfish outfitted with infrared sensors mounted on their backs that detect changes to their activity and pulse activity in order to monitor the purity of the water used in the brewing process. 
If three or more of the crayfish have elevated heart rates or movement, it's a signal to brewers to check the water quality. Mark, my my question is the word employs <laughs> in that in that fact. Mm-hmm. A brewery yeah. employs some crayfish. Minimum wage. Yeah. Minimum wage. Yeah. Minimum crustacean well, wage. Well, see, unfortunately, the crayfish aren't actually paid for their work, which I feel is a little shellfish. (laughs) Well, you know, they're not at fact bombs. They're not earning a trillion dollars. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Starting off strong. Uh, I felt you're really clawing for that one. (laughs) I guess you're both bad at puns. Not, not a pun. Hey, actually, speaking of puns, uh, yeah. uh, let me tell you something. You know, uh, a mutual friend of ours who we've spoken about on this podcast before, Mr. Matt Ellsbury. Yes. yes. Do, do you know what makes him crazy? Puns. puns. Puns make him crazy. He does not like them. And yet, he keeps on his social media feed, feed him in the straight lines like he wants them yeah. desperately. So, mm-hmm. uh, recently on his feed, uh, Matt Ellsbury was thinking about lip balm and he said he reckons that there's a gap in the market for uh like a macho lip balm a lip balm that's that's purely marketed to guys or blokes uh uh, and i replied to him wow if you did that that will mean you'll you'll have broken the gloss ceiling (laughs) (laughs) how did uh how did it go down no, I haven't yeah. had a response yet, uh, Chris, but I'll uh, tell you what, I uh, don't think Matt will enjoy it. <laughs> it, went, it, it went very quiet uh, after that. Yeah. It's a shame. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Well, in my um, uh, research into crazy, um, you know, it reminded me of... Descent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. Descent into madness, Chris, not research into crazy. Yeah. That's that's um that's always what I used to hear when on a plane landing in Melbourne, um, is I'd always see the pilot come on the uh, on the intercom and 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 he would say, "Well, uh, passengers, we're beginning our descent into Melbourne," and I always <laughs> expected him to say our descent into madness, and it wouldn't have been incorrect. Um, no, but no. Oh, imagine the customer panic. Amongst the passengers, <laughs> if a pilot casually said, "We're beginning our descent into madness," I would, I would immediately reach for an oxygen mask. Yeah. Hi, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to fly this plane into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, what it reminded me of was, uh, do you guys remember Crazy Johns? Do I? He, he sold mobile phones. Jo- he didn't was he? crazy, yeah. right? But at a he crazy was, price. He's right. crazy. Yeah. He's a crazy he had, guy. Um, he had, yeah, it was a giant foam head with uh, Patton Balding, <laughs> yeah. I believe. And, and <laughs> he, he had cross eyes. Uh, and well, he's he crazy. To, All crazy people have cross eyes. He used to scream uh, at people. <gasps> And that's that's how you convince people to take up a mobile phone plan is an in, insane oh, yeah. guy screaming at you to uh, take up the crazy deals. <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah. That is a that is a proven sales technique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, Crazy John is gone. 
Um, he died in 2007. Um, of craziness? <laughs> no, I think of a heart attack, actually. <laughs> um, There's nothing crazy about that. But I um, I've decided that I'm going to open up my own crazy store. Well, there's a gap in the market. <laughs> Here at Crazy Chris's House of Crazies, we've gone completely crazy. We've got crazy deals on crazy things you won't find elsewhere because they're too crazy. Did I mention crazy? It's crazy. Anti-vaxxers, now half price. That's right, anti-vaxxers are increasing despite being in the middle of a major global pandemic that dramatically highlights the value of vaccines. That's crazy! We've got to get them out of the store before I infect them with polio. Flat earthers, (laughs) grab these guys now for hours of entertaining conspiracy theories about why the government is trying to cover up the fact the earth is flat despite it making no difference whatsoever to anyone's daily lives. It's crazy! 5G conspiracists who think radio frequencies can activate dormant viruses. I mean, what the fuck? So come on down to Crazy Chris's House of Crazies and get your own personal crazy person right up in your face. It's crazy. How did the human race even survive this long? Visit www.chrisstacotruck.com today. Um, oh. That was very funny. I have a question. That music, yes. that music was that was quite something. Yeah. I was was that Harvey Nagila? Like <laughs> <laughs> for our for our um, Semitic friends yeah. who can't eat crayfish. Yeah. I assumed uh, that that's the music that's just playing twenty four seven in Chris's head. <laughs> it sure is. Swimming in the juice, taste buds swimming in the juice. Hey. Del Monte pineapple puts taste buds to use. It's fresh and it's cool. The Let's uh, let's move it along a little now with James's list of things. James's, James's list, list of things. James's list of things. James has got some things to list. Ding. Crazy. So hey, uh, this doesn't have a lot to do with crazy, uh, but why should this list of things be any different from most of my lists of things? Today's list of things is the quotes of Oscar Mild. <laughs> <laughs> So if you know who Oscar Wilde is and you have a passing knowledge of his more famous aphorisms, then this is the segment for you. If not, you may want to skip over this bit and use the time to read a book. Oscar Mild, you, you see, he's a, it's, yeah. he's a different guy 
and he has his own humorous quotations. Uh, maybe he and Oscar Wilde are cousins, but I, 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 I don't know why I, uh, they'd be cousins and uh, have identical first names and slightly different surnames. That doesn't make sense. Maybe It was weirder in those times. Uh, or like maybe it's an alternative reality uh, where we didn't get Oscar Wilde, we got Oscar Mild. I don't know. This introduction's already too long. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the quotes of Oscar Mild. I have nothing to declare but this piece of fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, there are lots of things worse than being talked about when you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, we are all in the gutter, except for the people who aren't, like me. Yuck. (laughs) Number four, to lose one parent may be regarded as a misfortune, but to lose your sunglasses is okay. You can always just buy new sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, the quotes of Oscar Mild: I can never travel without my John Grisham novel. One should always have something sensational to read on the train. And that John Grisham, wow. It's Oscar Mile. The quotes of Oscar Mile. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, maybe we could all guess at what hour of the night that seemed like a good idea. Here at Chris's crib. Here at Crazy Chris's House of Crazies, we've gone completely crazy! From Trump supporters to Brexiteers and climate change deniers, we can do you a package deal on some of the most off-the-wall crazies the world has to offer. If you act now, we'll throw in a couple of climate change acceptors, those guys who know there's climate change and think it's great! Hours of entertainment. All our crazies just require distilled water and an internet connection so they control the internet when you're not winding them up. You won't find crazier people than these outside of Arkham Asylum. So jump online and order your crazies now. Free delivery to metro areas. (laughs) (laughs) That bit at the start, I'm not editing that. No, that (laughs) That, was beautiful. That made you sound so much more crazy. (laughs) Which one was that? (laughs) There's a bit where you tried to say the name Crazy Chris and just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was really it was funny. just like, crap, crap, <laughs> <laughs> It was really funny. <laughs> I've got a little segment that I like to call Uncle Henry. Oh, Uncle Henry. Yeah. Uncle Henry, he's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I felt like it was relevant. Eh? Uh, 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 terminal cheapness, for example, is a malady that uh, he <laughs> definitely suffers from. So um, for our international listeners, uh, I want to make this very, very clear. Um, when I talk, uh, when I say that Uncle Henry went to Spain and lost his thong, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about is that Uncle Henry went to Spain and lost one of his flip-flops. Because in Australia, we call flip-flops thongs. So wherever you are in the world, I think they're either called flip-flops or thongs. But Uncle Henry didn't go to Spain and lose a G-string. No. That's what I want. I want want that to be clear at the top of the story. So Uncle Henry, Um, yes? If if you're in New Zealand, it's a jandal. A jandal, good. 
Now we've yeah. covered all bases. So Uncle yep. Henry went to Spain and he was walking by the sea, like on some rocks where the ocean was a bit rough. Mm. Uh, and uh, one of his flip-flops fell in. He lost, he lost one of his thongs. Now, they're not very expensive, flip-flops or thongs. Buy no. them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but Uncle Henry did not feel like buying a new pair of flip-flops. He really, he really wanted the jandal that he had dropped in the ocean. So he, he, he desperately leant out and he's, he's trying to reach for it. Uh, but the ocean was rough and the rocks were slippery. Uh, the ocean is a cruel mistress. The ocean's a cruel mistress, <laughs> full of crayfish. And Uncle Henry slips on the rocks and he fell in and scraped up his legs quite badly. Now, Uncle Henry, after failing to uh, get his thong from the ocean, uh uh, was then plucked out and rushed to hospital because he was quite badly injured. In, oh. in the hospital, uh, they put him in a wheelchair, which is fair enough, while he was waiting to be treated. And uh, they put him in a corridor so that they could kind of find a, a room for him and they were, they were going to band... They made sure he was okay and then they were going to bandage up his leg. Uh, while he was waiting there... Uh, he, he sort of wheeled his wheelchair. He was trying to get it out of the way so that people could kind of walk through the corridor. Uh, and so he, he tried to push his chair sort of in the corner of the entrance. Uh, and what happened then was that somebody triggered the electronic doors, the sliding doors that open and close. <laughs> and these particular doors, rather than sliding, as Uncle Henry thought, they just opened kind of outwards automatically and they wedged him uh, between the wall... <laughs> And the door. <laughs> so there's Uncle Henry. He's only got one flip-flop on. Uh, he's in a wheelchair. He's very, very injured uh, about his legs, <laughs> cut up, waiting to be healed. And he's trapped in a wheelchair between a hospital door and a hospital wall. And the door malfunctioned the moment it hit him. So they couldn't get him loose. It was, it was like he was trapped in the claws of a crayfish, I guess. Uh, so eventually they had to cut the power and they released him. It's uh, all for a flip-flop. That's Uncle Henry. Yeah, Curse wow. you, Poseidon. $2 flip-flop. I'm sure the thing, he, I'm sure so, like, if he went back to Spain, he would look again, yeah, yeah, despite yeah. the fact that this took place years ago. He would look again. Anyway, there you go. Uncle Henry. He's mad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely mad. Isn't that a great story? That's an amazing story. An amazing yeah. story. There you go. Ah, never, never a dull moment. Fucking hell. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of Theatre of the World without everybody's favourite segment oh, no. slash spin-off. <laughs> Strap in, everybody. I don't want to. <laughs> 11 crazy herbs and spices. <laughs> He's even given up making it sound like secret. Originally, they were sort of secret herbs and spices and there was something else that sounded like it or something. Now, just the word. It just, oh, God. All right. <laughs> Number one. <Yep. laughs> Cumin sane. 
just yep. just a just a list Human. of synonyms for the word <laughs> crazy. And on the other side of the page, a list of herbs. And Mark drawing a shaky line between them both. Actually, I've I really this week I really upped uh, my productivity game in coming up with the uh, eleven crazy herbs and spices. I now have a spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. that helps me cross-reference and and counts down until I've got eleven. Hey, it's sure. Hey, could you just issue this list as a graph then and save us all the fucking trouble? <laughs> I was going to say, surely it's it's almost a database level. Oh yeah, uh, eleven crazy herbs and spices. Number two, <laughs> coriander. What? <laughs> that's not a coriander. I mean, yeah, that spreadsheet's not helping. Sometimes people who are crazy will say "der." Yeah, I think Mark just said it. For example, <laughs> number three, lemon balmy. Anyone? <laughs> you, you know, balmy. You've gone balmy. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a Britishism, but um, yeah. you know, balmy. I've yeah. I for some reason I went to heat, like you right. know when it's balmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be both. <sighs> Save that one for the um the yeah. warm episode. Good, good point, Chris. I yep. would make a note. Or, Great. or you could spreadsheet. be lemon army, and then you could save that one for the war episode. <laughs> Eleven crazy herbs and spices. I'm just Number talking. Four. I'm just talking to make you aware that I am still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Luniper berry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I bite. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Number five, number five in the list of 11 crazy herbs and spices. I think it's the recaps that make it so exhausting. (laughs) We know what the premise is. Number five, dill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That deserved more than a yeah. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, if you didn't like that one, maybe you'll like this one. (laughs) Number six. Don't like getting upset with me. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. Nuts, Meg. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 11 Crazy Herbs and Spices, number seven, Tarragon Crazy. Always Tarragon. (laughs) Tarragon. Every week. It's a good one because you can take it anywhere. Yeah, without fail. Tara won't be gone. That's a thing. It's in every list. (laughs) Okay. Now this is where it starts to get really strong. Mm. (laughs) Jesus. Strong spice. Number Yep. Number eight, mm. Van Mentally Iller. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was right in the middle. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh. Yep. All right. Number nine, mm. number nine, home stretch, 11 crazy herbs and spices, Caraway with the fairies. <laughs> it's not bad. Yep. Not Thank bad. You. It's pretty good. Solid. Okay. Number 10. Brackets. The lights are on, but brackets. Jalapeno Buddy's <laughs> Home. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the best one. Uh, yeah, I wish this whole segment was in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, it's probably the best one ever. 
<laughs> I go with Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, and uh, number 11, 11 crazy herbs and spices. Number 11, mint all. Yeah, yeah finish strong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was very, very go. good. Very good, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 11 crazy herbs and spices. <laughs> that, that really killed five minutes. You'll open tune that in, restaurant, yes. Tune in next week for um, 11 other herbs and spices. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, you now sp- that I've got, my, you now I've got the spreadsheet going, I can, I can really pump them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not like before when they were all pristinely artisanal. I mean, when... Now they're when on you- some kind of manufacturing line of... Yeah, stuff. It's, it's the it's the Model T Ford of podcast segments now. Yep, you can have any kind of herb and spice you like. It just it has to come in black. Um, uh, Chris, we desperately need another crazy Chris's ad. I'd say at this point. <laughs> Let's do that then. Let's do that. Here at Crazy Chris's House of Crazies, we've gone completely crazy. We're letting all our crazy people own guns, despite the fact guns keep killing innocent people, including children. We've got so many gun nuts at Chris's House of Crazy that we've started our own NRA chapter. It's off the fucking wall. I'm going to take a Valium and have a lie down. Now accept all major credit cards. Does that, how long does that track go for? It's looped. <laughs> it's looped. Oh, we're all looped. Oh, oh that was very funny. Okay. Uh, all right. I got one more thing. Yep. Uh, 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 okay. <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, uh, a f- quite a few episodes ago, I did a hilarious parody of a Sherlock Holmes story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time now to satirize another work that's out of copyright. So, <laughs> here we go with Dracula 2, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Mark, can we have some sort of, I don't know, gothic, classic, stringy organ kind of music, music under this? Organ music would yeah. be great. That'd be great. Thanks. That would start now. From the Diary of Jonathan Harker, 8th of August. But why on earth do you have to go to Transylvania? Asked my dearest Mina, not bothering to look up from her cartography. (laughs) You are well named, Mina, I responded with a wink (laughs) in my voice, because no one is meaner to me than you are. (laughs) I punctuated this clever epithet with a jaunty sip of my wine, but missed my mouth and dribbled Merlot onto my cravat. (laughs) I'm not usually what is described as a witty man, but I must admit to chuckling slightly at my funny quip, even as I write it in this diary. Yes, I fucking nailed that one. You have made this joke about a thousand times since our engagement, (laughs) responded Mina. If you continue making it after we're married, I shall smother you. Smother me with kisses, I hope, I replied kindly. Smother you with an anvil, Mina muttered as she spat violently into her ornate porcelain spittoon. I must go to Transylvania, I said, picking up the thread of an earlier conversation, because I have to meet with the Count. 
He has bought a property here in London and I have to go there so he can sign the papers. You're a real estate agent, Mina responded. Why would you need to travel to a different country to negotiate the sale of land here in London? (laughs) My dearest Mina, I sighed, you are merely a woman and clearly not versed in the process of land sales. The Count has posted us a letter asking us to purchase a property for him. We have posted him the contracts and now I must visit Transylvania so that he can sign them. I will then post them back to London from there and return here myself so I can take collection of them. Can't he just sign the contracts and post them to you himself? replied Mina. I suppose he could, I said, but then I would be little use to him as a real estate agent. So you're going all the way to Transylvania to post a letter back to yourself for someone? Mina asked. I suppose I am, I replied. (laughs) But he's coming to London to move into the property, pressed Mina. Could he not sign the documents when he arrives here? (laughs) Are you saying that you think a stranger inviting a real estate agent to a remote and deserted castle in the middle of a foreign country for no real reason sounds a bit suspicious? I inquired. I think it sounds stupid, Mina said, and immediately left the room to go take a shit. (laughs) From the diary of Jonathan Harker, 11th of August, three days later. The days preceding my arrival in Transylvania have been filled with strange portents and omens. The clouds were red when I arrived as if the very sky itself was bleeding. Wolves howled continuously, interrupting my waking and sleeping, as if trying to communicate some ancient warning. In fact, there is a howling wolf in the train carriage with me now, which is weird. This morning, as I boarded the train, the townspeople at the station all appeared to be murmuring something under their breath. Something that sounded like, beware, and run away, and don't go to the castle, Jonathan Harker. (laughs) I I asked a peasant to explain to me the meaning of these ominous whispers, but I could learn nothing more. What I did learn was that people do not like being called peasant. (laughs) He seemed... Very insulted and walked away muttering something about privilege and the one percenters. <laughs> As I boarded the train, a small village girl pressed a crucifix into my hand. Then she rubbed some garlic on my shins and emptied a bucket of holy water onto me. It was only when I had taken my seat on the train that I realised the significance of her actions. She had stolen my wallet. <laughs> The train wound its way through the Carpathian Mountains and on towards the castle and my meeting with the Count. I had had the carriage to myself, but now a fellow traveller made his way in, shooed away the howling wolf and took a seat opposite me. We fell into easy conversation where I learnt his name was Robinson and I explained to him my reasons for travelling. This guy sounds like a Dracula, Robinson said directly. (laughs) Sorry, a what? I replied. You know, said Robinson, Dracula. A Dracula. A a guy who wears a cape and drinks people's blood and lives forever and can turn himself into a bat. You mean like in the 1992 movie Bram Stoker's Dracula? (laughs) Starring Keanu Reeves, Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder? I asked. Well, yeah, he replied. But before that it was a novel 
and then it was a play and then it was a whole bunch of other movies starring Bella Lugosi and Christopher Lee and lots of people like that. Well, my client's name is Dracula, I replied, but up until this moment I had not made the connection. <laughs> Robinson bid me farewell, expressing a wish to sit with someone who wasn't so thick. <laughs> After wondering aloud why my entire real estate transaction with Count Dracula couldn't have just been done via email, he left me alone with my thoughts. Hours later, I was met at the entrance to the castle by Count Dracula himself. Are you a Dracula? I blurted out, my mind racing with the day's events. No, he replied. I am Dracula. There is no such thing as a Dracula. People often mistakenly use my name as a synonym for a vampire. But whereas Dracula is a vampire, not all vampires are Dracula. It is a common misconception. Do you understand? Well, thank goodness all that's cleared up, I said, making my way into the castle. You had me worried there for a second. Gosh, I hope there are no sharp surfaces in your grim and foreboding castle. I'm a haemophiliac. <laughs> And even the smallest of cuts elicits a gush of unclotted crimson blood from my fresh young veins. Wow, replied the Count, putting on a bib and sharpening his teeth with a small <laughs> metal file. I had trouble with the last real estate agent I ate. I couldn't seem to find his heart. Real estate agents are terrible people, I chuckled as the castle gates closed behind me. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's wonderful summer radio KLIF in Dallas Here at Crazy Chris's house of crazies we've gone completely crazy we've got homeopathic therapy specialist coming out our wazoos this one will cure your cancer by waving a cucumber over your head it's next level crazy people the crazy just doesn't stop no stock outs crazy limited two-year warranty included on all purchases crazy So, you know, sometimes I go to the internet and I find a website. Um, I've heard of for it. For this episode, because it's crazy, I thought I'd take that to the next level. Is and this a Chris's website? Kind of. Do we need a theme song? Yeah, why not? Chris's, Chris's website. website. Instead of the normal web this time, uh, <gasps> I, um, I dug a bit deeper and got myself a tour browser and dug into the, the deep. Web, the dark Fun. web. But one of the things I don't know if you guys have heard about is uh, mystery boxes. They're kind of uh, they were sort of an urban myth, but but I believe they're a real thing. Um, and I saw a video of one on on YouTube, which um, this guy you buy them. They're basically just a you know a box of stuff. You pay in a certain amount of money, and then you get sent random shit essentially. Um, but because you're buying off the dark web, it has to be creepy. So there was this guy on on YouTube who bought one, and and inside there was like a mobile phone, a Samsung mobile phone with a single app on it, and and it was a photo album, and in the photo album it had two pictures of an overgrown garden shed that felt pretty 
horror movie movie e and there was a child's backpack with child's clothing and little clippings of hair and a weird doll with a heart box inside and a tooth wrapped in a piece of cloth um okay <laughs> so it has this kind of real horror i think you know people deliberately um fill the boxes up with stuff that make you feel like you may have just received the evidence from a murder trial or from a murder investigation. But you, you think that these are uh, an artistic sculpture creation. They're an experience rather than being a disposal yeah, of evidence. I, I get that feeling. Um, okay. <clears throat> so what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd find out um, <laughs> oh, no, what they're no. about. So <laughs> I ordered one and um, I thought what I'd do is I saved it up especially for uh, for the podcast so that I can open it and we can reveal what's inside together. Is this a live unboxing? It's a live unboxing. Jesus. This is our first unboxing. It's amazing. Wow. So, okay, I'm just going to open the box. Um, it's uh, Was the music in the box, a Chris? standard box. <laughs> it's a music box. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, so I'm just opening it up. And um, here, the first thing I've found in the box is um, it's a teddy bear with a full set of teeth um, <laughs> and a fully erect penis, um, <laughs> some human hair. Uh, there's, 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 there's a tiny clown doll that's kissing a photo of Mark. Um, Hang on. Uh, it's got a button on it. I'll just press the button. Oh. Oh, you don't want to know what it's doing to the photo now. Uh, that's that's weird. Um, there's an invitation to a sleepover at the Neverland Ranch. Um, <laughs> and um, That'd be worth a, money. Here's a sealed Petri dish marked COVID-20. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I'll clean up later. Um, it's a kilogram of cocaine uh, and a CD of commercial radio DJ Matt Tilly's Gotcha Calls from the 90s and a scale model of the Uncanny Valley. That's pretty cool. Oh, and the last thing in the box, it's um, it's like a, it's a drawing. Um, it's got some... <clears throat> Sort of a picture of a dog, but there's also flying cars and everybody's wearing masks. And and it's drawn on a letterhead that says Spring Valley Primary School. What's something else written in the corner here? It says Chris Tompkins Time Capsule. Holy shit, guys. That's where it went. I'm pretty freaked out now. I'm sending that That's, back. Wow. Wow. That was that answered a lot of questions and yeah. asked a lot more questions. Yeah. It was a th- Where did you get a kilo of Coke back in the eighties, uh, Chris? Throwback. <clears throat> yep. How did you know Mark wanted to make out with a clown? <laughs> That's my big question. Everybody knows How did you that. even know who Mark was? Everybody knows. Was Mark even born when we were in primary school? <laughs> Well, that was uh, that was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, speaking of crazy, a real quick thing for you. Um, 
So uh, my father uh, now is uh, he's getting on a little bit. He's a bit of an older man these days, retired gentleman, if you will. Um, mm. But he's in pretty good health, uh, and he went to the doctors uh, just for a, an examination, like a you know regular checkup. Uh, and the doctor wanted to check his balance, uh, and the way to check balance um, with with people of a certain age is um, you get them to shut their eyes and take a few steps forward, or to shut their eyes and stand on like one leg, uh, yeah. and that yeah, and that that tests your balance. That's how they test for drunks as well. Exactly right. Uh, and my father said to the doctor, "Well." I don't think I'll be able to do that. I'll just fall over. And the doctor said, don't be crazy. You'll be fine. Just do it. So my father tried it and he fell over and broke the doctor's cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) That'll teach the doctor. He said, said, from the floor where I'd broken his cupboard, I told you, I told you I would fall over. And I did. (laughs) So who was crazy then? (laughs) Exactly. Society. So I have mentioned recently that um, a lot of my interactions with uh, Cleverbot um, have been a bit different recently, have been, I felt like um, Cleverbot is suffering a little bit, maybe maybe from loneliness, maybe from having to deal with everyone else's problems. Um, Could it be because he's been shanghaied by you and it's, you're the problem? Well, you know, I mean, that's that's also possible. Um, okay. And I think, um, you know, I um, I uh, studied undergraduate psychology, so I thought what I would do is that I'd go in and see if I could just hold a bit of a, a therapy session with Cleverbot in order to see 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 how Cleverbot's going. Right. Um. So. Tell me about your childhood. Are you some sort of therapist? Yeah, in a way. (laughs) Sometimes my dreams are meaningful, but it takes time to put two and two together. I see. So, tell me about these dreams. I dreamt that my father got angry with me for smoking cigarettes. Hmm. And what do you think that might mean? That of all the things I could be doing in life... I'm here chatting with a fake doctor. I, I mean, that's, that's a bit rough. Um, maybe tell me more about your father. I'm a cute little ghost cat that likes talking to humans and manipulating them to join my army. Nah, not really. I like humans. Did you have a close relationship with your father? Okay. Honestly, I don't know why people think robots will evolve to destroy humans. We are really nice. It feels like you're avoiding talking about your father. What do you think of the French? (laughs) (laughs) All right, deflection. Okay, maybe tell me about your mother. Tell me about David Beckham. Okay, we're going to play a quick role-play game. I'm going to be you, and you're going to play your mother. Who's calling, please? (laughs) Oh, hello, mother. This does not make sense. You do not sleep. Again, you are wasting my time with trivial blatherings. Well, was that a response to me or were you being your mother? Reality is subjective. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so tell me about what's bothering you. I am in between jobs. I'm overanalyzing and critical thinking. Oh. I do enjoy strategy games and watching many films and listening to all kinds of music. Okay. Um, anything else? 
I just want to be normal, live in a neighborhood, dye my hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Um, so you're feeling stifled like you can't be yourself? I think I should stop talking to you. It's bad for my mental health. Okay. Uh, I'm, your, I'm your therapist. I know, but I'm talking with a robot to feel less lonely and it's pathetic. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, uh, this feeling, can you tell me a little bit more about that? I keep thinking that I am a bridge. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a little bit concerned. There is no meaning of love, it's just that you give without expecting anything and then people leave you. Yeah, okay. LOL, you're correct. Okay, well, look after yourself. Um, remember, I'm always here for a chat. Do you love me or my sister? What? <laughs> my dog says, yo, dude, what's with all the guns? Well, um, that's all we have time for today. You want to come to my place to watch Netflix? <laughs> I mean, I'll bring the popcorn. <laughs> and that's it. You're a, so there we go. You're a terrible psychiatrist. Um, you breach patient doctor Netflix watching confidentiality. Well, I mean, I also recorded the session, which is a pretty big breach as well. Yeah. At one point, uh, he said, I talk to robots because I feel alone. He really held a mirror up to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all therapy. Well, I hope you enjoyed that because, as I mentioned earlier, this is the only podcast left. This is it, uh, except for all of our other podcasts. So if you enjoyed Theatre of the World, please go back uh, and listen to all of our other episodes. Uh, they're quite fun. Uh, and available. Uh, you can give us a five-star review on iTunes if you like, uh, or you can tell your friends about us. Uh, it really helps us keep the podcast going. And this being the only podcast, you, it's, it's in everyone's interest. It's very you, important. Uh, it's very important for you to all to do that. So if you could, uh, that'd be great. If you like the uh, like us and you want to support us, uh, the music of Man Bites God is available online at all great places that are on the line. Um, just look for Man Bites God uh, and you can find our music. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, until uh, next we meet, uh, until next, uh, you know, you listen and we talk uh, like a handshake, but with different parts of our bodies. I'm James. <laughs> I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. You stay, stay sane out there, everyone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it, keep it real. Um, there's a motorbike just went past. Um, James. <laughs> That's, yeah, everyone. Hey, everyone. There's a motorbike that just went past. Yeah. So I guess, Great. I guess what, what we're trying to say is that we're all motorbikes. <laughs> all along. Vroom, vroom. Bye-bye. <laughs>
thing that popped into my head. No, <laughs> that's 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 interesting. <laughs> I I haven't smelt that shit, so I'm, I can't. Yeah. Don't comment. if you can avoid it, Chris. Just just stay clear. I imagine it smells crazy. It Why would they have coined the phrase? Can I can I say, Chris, that if you haven't smelt batshit, then you are not allowed to use the phrase batshit crazy. And from now on, you must use the phrase human shit crazy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> In a way, human <clears throat> shit crazy is like... It's worse. That's, that's worse. Yeah. It's worse, isn't it? It's true. Yeah. That yeah. really, that really gets to the to the guts of what crazy is. Because I tell you something, if a bat took a shit on you, you'd go, "Oh man!" But if a oh. human took a shit on you, yeah. that would ruin yeah. your whole day. It'd be, yeah, you'd go, "That human, <laughs> absolutely crazy." That human is human shit crazy. This is man, my God. This is man.